Oh yeah, ready? I put fucking tic tacs in my. Oh, never mind. <laughs> I put tic tacs in my mouth like an absolute idiot, and now I'm like, how do I talk with tic tacs in my mouth? It's a podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back to Screen Share, a movie podcast about being a way better dad when you're made out of snow than you ever were when you were made out of flesh. My name's Adam Cook. My name is Calder. Um, are you done? This is. Okay, I didn't know this if it was a, my turn. I've still got the Tic Tacs in my mouth. Oh, okay. I'm working around them. I could just bite <laughs> into them, but... Uh. No, your teeth are so sensitive. His teeth are like paper, so this, everybody. So this is the last episode of 2023. Whoa. Um, next oh, episode will be... Oh, shit, we gotta prepare for January. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <not really> <laughs> oh, um, you need to do something about what you just did there. What? Get rid of it. Okay. Uh, so this is the last episode of 2023. First full calendar year in the books. Well, I guess not yet. Episode's not done. Yeah, this could go horribly wrong. Especially with uh, the topic of today's conversation. Yes, we are continuing our month of Christmas films. And this is this was my last pick. And it kind of bounced around to a bunch of different movies, but we ultimately landed on the best of them all, and that's Jack Frost, 1998 film. The snowman. Play the fiddle. That's me doing the song that Michael Keaton plays with his boys at the beginning. And girls. This movie stars Michael Keaton as Jack Frost. He's a part of the Jack Frost band. Well, his name is Jack Frost also. Yeah. And he's a part of the Jack Frost band. And which is dude, they do the the back to the future thing. <laughs> where it's like, "Hey, you got to listen to this." And turns the phone around. Oh yeah, to, I like, love that. Listen to the crowd and the music. But in <laughs> in Back to the Future, it like it's just the a, way it's delivered makes sense, and it's kind of like a fun bit. Yeah. In this one, it's literally just a random man. It's the first second he even appears on screen, and he just goes, he opens his phone. It's a flip phone. He mm-hmm. opens it, puts it to his ear, and says, hey, man, check it out, and holds it out. What <laughs> is that conversation? It's also 1998, so just record it or something. Like, if yeah. you're... A music executive or whatever he is, just keep a tape recorder on you. Yeah, and we never see that man again. No, of course. Well, yeah. Because of how the music business works. You know, it's a, it's a fucking fucked up world out there. All right. Um, sure. And, you know, the way that they treat these guys when they're doing their music, mm. they're sort of, would you call it kind of ska-adjacent? Ska nope. Christmas covers? I mean, there's like a fiddle, and isn't there like a saxophone or something? No, well, no, because in the during the opening credits, when it's like just like showing a bunch of credits and you hear the like sounds from the that little concert. Mm-hmm. But like you don't actually see it yet. Michael Keaton says something like, 
This is not Scar. Well, well, he he says it's like my mom always. I forget what it was, but he says something like my mom always said that uh, music was best when you had a little bit of red, a little bit of green, and a little bit of the blues, or something like that. Yeah, but it's not blues. No, it's like it's like shit harmonica. But everyone's like, holy shit, this is the new best thing. Which is yeah, weird because jumping. Michael Keaton wrote like m- multiple original songs for this movie. So like it's it's weird for Michael Keaton to be like, eh, yeah, I'm writing I'm writing some songs and we have to talk about how <laughs> legendary uh they are. Michael Keaton, notorious for his music. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or should I say you know infamous? I, I feel like I feel like there's like a niche sub 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 genre of movie that is just like when you're watching, you can tell that the whole point of the movie was just to give a specific actor like a playground. But also, well, here's the interesting thing about this movie. We're kind of just jumping in. Just to let well, here's the know. thing. Are you going to say George Clooney? Yes. Yeah. So, so, did... so here's here's wait, wait, wait. Here's the uh... fun fact. You give me heck about not doing my research. Yeah, because I got to put Crunker for 15 minutes before we <laughs> start recording. I uh, You also don't read your texts. Why the fuck would we, I read my texts? <laughs> so, I did the research, so I'm going to be the, the, the guy who says it. By that logic, um, I also did the research. But go yeah, ahead. It's my episode, scumbag. Yeah, for now. Your- for now. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. This guy keeps changing it. Um, <laughs> so the movie was released December 10th in Australia in 1998. And then the Disgusting. next day released everywhere else, which Absolutely is Absolutely horrendous way to release a movie in Australia first. The, the budget. This is one of the movies that like gives a range. Yeah, it's a so ridiculous range. So we usually range. assume it's on the higher range. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's 40 to $85 million budget. Um, I would believe where it is on that million. range. It was a flop. I would believe eighty-five million. I believe eighty-five million. I do yeah. not believe forty million. So the box office was thirty-four point six million. So it doesn't even really matter. And can I say uh, they lost adjusted for inflation? That's a hundred and sixty million dollars. Eighty-five million. <laughs> to make this, Imagine. Yeah. yeah. What the hell is going on there? Dude, it is a it is a fever dream of a film. Um, but a fever dream that um fed you a bunch of molasses beforehand. Um <laughs> Cause it's slow <laughs> and boring. A little bit. Um so <laughs> before we get into other stuff that's like fun facts about the movie, I do want to say this. Uh First, I'll start with you. What's your relationship to this film? Um, you know when you like have repressed memories, yeah. Um, and then you're you're talking to someone, and then you're like, "Oh fuck, I like this thing happened." That's kind of what this movie is like for me. But it's just the face of Jack Frost and the idea that a man can turn into snow. I I caught this isn't going to be great for the audio listeners, which is all of you. Um, but like every single time Jack Frost as a snowman was on screen, I found myself just like going like this. 
You know what I mean? Just like I, I just throwing like your brow and being like, what the yeah, hell I just is like that? squinted and furrowed my brow, just like what? Like, there's just something about it that's like, is this really on my screen right now? Yeah. Um. Anyway, my relationship to this film is that it's probably in the top three most watched Christmas films from when I was a kid, You're an which is insane. Um, but my brother told me the story because uh, I was talking to him about how we're, we were doing this on the pod. And then he was like, do you remember how we got that? And I was like, no. Apparently, uh, at my childhood home, we, we had a neighbor uh, who we were like pretty close with. Dox like them, dox them, a... dox them. <laughs> Won't. Um, but she like once in a while would just like give Matt and I like she's basically like our our neighborhood grandma i guess but uh is the best way to describe her okay. but apparently she just like recorded this movie when it was on tv she like That's recorded sick. it to a vhs and then just gave it to my mom and was like matt and adam might I like think this. the kids <laughs> might like this basically and there's was and there commercials in it? i watched it 500 no i think no okay um but like then basically or maybe she like found it at a thrift store or something and gave it to us but like i think it was just one of the few christmas movies that we owned a copy of so we would just watch it i don't even think we'd just watch it around christmas i think sometimes i'd toss that shit it's a on good summer June. movie it's definitely a good summer movie i can i mean he starts to melt yeah and they finish shooting in like august yeah. Oh, it was very obvious they were uh, that every bit of snow in this entire film is fake snow. Yeah, dude. Oh my god. How? Okay. Okay. So, so here's the thing. That's my relationship with the movie. Watched it a lot as a kid. It was kind of a weird one, but I kind of loved it. Haven't watched it in probably ten plus years. Watched it again for this. Was excited for you to watch it because I wanted to kind of put a bit of a freak show pick on here. I'm very excited. Uh, and on the, at the edge of my seat to hear what you thought of the film. Calder, what'd you think? Um, what did I think? Let's see if I wrote final thoughts at the end of this. Cause it's kind of like. Try to stay like below seen, like 500 sentences. It's like seeing your grandma naked. You want to immediately forget it. <laughs> this movie is boring. This movie does exactly what you think it would do. And also, this movie looks like shit sometimes, but also looks kind of good other times. <laughs> yeah. What's going on there? Yep. Every Anytime the snowman's on the screen, you want to kill yourself. Anytime the snowman's not on the screen, you can live another day. It's fine for a kid's movie. It makes sense why a kid would watch it a bunch of times. There's a couple fun things. There's like this the action scenes with like the snowball fight and the snowboarding and the hockey stuff is all fun enough. Yeah. But then you've got this weird monster in the middle of it. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say, then you've got this weird snowman subplot. Yeah. <laughs> but it's that's like what that's the movie. <laughs> it's just like It's not even like there's a B plot, man. Every scene is just immediately one scene with the snowman to the next scene with the snowman <laughs> or it's like someone talking about the snowman it's all about yeah. the snowman 
Everything is or a scene between characters where the snowman isn't there, and then the scene ends with them panning to show that actually the snowman snowman was there the whole time, (laughs) and then it's just Michael Keaton being like, "Oh man, which is that's basically the movie." Insane. Okay, so okay, okay, so. Also, Michael for context, Keaton. all I know about what Calder thought of this movie before we started recording is he texted me a couple days ago saying that it was wild. That's <laughs> all you said. So, <laughs> which is lining up? You so you're making a movie. You think you have George Clooney and Sam Raimi as the yeah. star and director. You end up with Michael Keaton and this other and what's his, this other guy's name? Troy Miller. Uh, Yes, and the only thing of note that he went on to direct was a Dumb and Dumber prequel that didn't star Jeff Daniels or Jim Oh, no, it's, it's got one of the guys that was on NCIS LA. Yeah. And some other guy who was like... Um, but anyway, he also <clears throat> has now become like the Netflix comedy, stand-up comedy special director. If you look on his yeah, IMDb, yeah, yeah. it's like... George Lopez, Chelsea Handler, all that. It was yeah. like B tier, C tier Netflix yeah, comedy there was like specials. A Bill, he he directed like a Bill Maher special. Yeah, and you're like, like Ugh. <laughs> um, and he also yeah. did the last directed the last two seasons of Arrested Development. So Which not no to be liked. critical of a man who's currently working in Hollywood, but he's not like the heaviest hitter. And this was also an early movie with a massive budget. But like, yeah, this was his first feature film. So the problems are, I think, they go from having George Clooney, yeah, as which, the star, which they modeled the like the snowman for after. Jack Frost after George Clooney, and apparently they like made his face and facial expressions and like what the animatronics in the face could do based on George Clooney's acting style, which is weird because I honestly think the snowman looks more like Michael Keaton than George Clooney. I'm sure they probably but changed I also some wish... stuff. Yeah, I'm sure. But, but like... I also wish it was George Clooney. I mean, I don't. it's not even that. It's just like the f- idea of having Michael Keaton, who's like an incredibly good comedic performer and very charismatic, which is like kind of why I like the first... 30 minutes of this movie and then you just it, now he's just a snowman and okay so the so the snowman design design like almost yeah. no other snowman i've ever seen yeah i like how they they show how to build a snowman multiple times and then the time that charlie builds the snowman for it to be his dad he makes the bottom ball like a double tall cylinder. Or yeah. Something. Like, it's just like a completely different design. And then they also... Remember an elf with Leon? How Leon glides along the snow? Like, he's not... Yeah. In this movie, I don't know if you noticed, the snowman, like, kind of walks. Like, his yeah. bottom part moves like he's got two legs under there. Mm-hmm. Why are we doing that? That's insane. Isn't that... He's got no legs. Why is he walking? Well, because he's only ever known how to walk, man. He has to learn how to glide. I don't care. So, he's got a fedora <laughs> on? Is that a fedora? A mini top no. hat? 
Well, that's the thing. It's not a, even a top hat. It's like half the, the height. Like a short so hat? Think, a bottom hat? I think that would be considered a trilby of some kind. Of course you would know that name for a hat. Oh, my God. I only know that because it shows up in some video games. And... <laughs> move past that. Um, and... I just don't understand why you would just have Michael Keaton. I don't know why you would make uh, this movie with a big star. Dude, because Michael, they probably didn't have to pay Michael Keaton shit. But they had to let him make some. It was a voiceover role. They had to let him make He was probably like, I'll do this for cheap since I only have to do a voiceover and show up in like three other scenes maybe. And I want you guys to, like, use the songs I make. Anyway, Probably. I'm sure that's what I'm happened. Just I just, like, don't like that they've decided to go with, like, an incredible comedic actor. And then compl- it's like putting a mask on Adam Driver. I guess they did that in Star Wars. But but it's just like, well, they, why apparently. would you cover up an incredible actor when you don't? need to but, and it's but creepy truly as incredible fuck. actors can act through a mask he wasn't yeah. even there he wasn't even on set <laughs> yeah yeah and well, also what i wrote down was that like a lot of the visuals actually hold up pretty well and kind of like like a lot of the puppet just being or not the puppet i guess the costume being in what was going on so what happened with it was it a puppet or was it a costume? It's a it's a puppet. I I think it's like someone is in it. That's a um, hellish job. I know. I think someone is in it and like puppeteering the mouth maybe or it's an animatronic of some kind, mm-hmm. but they're like puppeting the like little arms for some of it. <clears throat> I would I couldn't really find anything on it. Mm-hmm. But like um but it was ILM I'm, and Jim There were some times where the bottom half was definitely, like, CG of some kind. Because, like, it would move around in a weird way. But I th- I think, like, most of it, like, the vast majority is, like, just real puppet costume snowman, like, superimposed. Or I guess, is that rotoscoped? Rotoscoped in. Sure. But, like, I think sometimes it's literally just a fucking snowman costume just standing next to human beings. Well, why does it it look like such shit, then? I guess it's just the design of it. It's not even, like, the the design of it. it, It's really the design of it. Because there would be times where I'd be like, is this, like, CG or is this real? But I would be like, no, it's it's real. It just looks weird because it's you've never seen anything that looks like that. It's a little uncanny valley. I feel like it's not quite, like deep in uncanny valley but no. like there's a bit that's just like oh that's weird it's um, just like it's just like just useless you know just a useless like, thing to do the interesting thing is that sometimes like the visuals like like at least i'm just speaking for me i'm not saying this as an objective thing obviously but i think sometimes the visuals look good because it is a real thing that's there so, like, I'm like, whoa, the way that it's moving and, like, talking and whatever. Like, I believe that that's a snowman there. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I mean, they but, also have. Sorry. Oh, I was just say, but so much of the vocal dubbing by Michael Keaton is just completely off. Oh yeah, and it's like the mouth isn't moving at all because they probably recorded the movie and moved the mouth around to the lines that were in the script. But they probably let, I mean, they almost definitely let Michael Keaton, like, improvise some lines. Yeah, and he also just says shit weird. Yeah. So, like, half of it does not even line up at all. Yeah, it's pretty sick. I love that. <laughs> um, I think it looks, partially, it looks good. Because this movie does look, like, pretty good. And there's some, like, pretty good shots in it. And, like, you can kind of tell where the budget went. It's just useless to spend yeah. this much money on this movie. But I think partially it looks pretty good because it was shot by like a real DP, Laszlo Kovacs, who has like yeah. been working since the 60s up until they made this movie. Um, not to say that this movie killed him. And then him. this killed it. Yeah. <laughs> it killed his career. Um, but he shot um, Easy Rider. He shot a lot of uh, like B movies in the 60s with Richard Rush and then worked with Robert Altman. Um, and then Peter Bogdanovich and Hal Ashby and Norman Jewison and Martin Scorsese. And he also shot Ghostbusters and Say Anything. But oh, I, I assume that he probably figured out how to shoot this stuff in Ghostbusters because there's a lot of like puppets and well, crazy things Honestly, in there. it feels like to me, to, I mean, yeah, that's a good point with like the creatures and everything. Mm -hmm. He probably just understands that. But like to me... The snowball fight, like the first snowball fight, where, yeah, like pre dad dying. Um, that's where good. He like, yeah, it's great. Like, it, I was surprised. Mm -hmm. I because I was like, oh, I remember this like being a little snowball fight, but the, it's like a war film. Yeah, for a brief moment. I was watching. And it, I was like, awesome. oh, is this gonna actually be like decent? Because my guess was that like. They were. They probably just let the cinematographer or uh, director of photography kind of like do his do his thing with that. Well, the director so all of a also like engaging was doing music videos and stuff and sure. like in that sort of thing in the nineties. So, but it, it like, does feel like that's a different movie, though. Is what? Yeah, I'm exactly. It feels like I. I don't know. It just feels like good. It feels I think like there's the something. He probably just didn't have much to work with everywhere else in the movie yeah and then that was the only real place where he could actually do something because the rest is just like snowman shot one snowman <laughs> shot two interior of house one interior of house two like <laughs> yeah it's like there's like tiny there's like 10 minute pockets of good stuff yeah. in this movie because um, when i was watching the first snowball fight scene i was like damn this this might actually go pretty high on the list. Yeah. <laughs> and then once I was halfway, I was like, yeah, it's kind of once slowing down. Michael like, Keaton dies. We'll you can feel it going downhill. You're just kind of like, it's teetering on the edge. And then kind of halfway through, you're like, did you fucking know hour Michael into Keaton this? was going to die? I, I no, I'd never thought about that at all. Of course I did. I know everything. Okay. So this movie, when it came out was, quite poorly reviewed by almost everyone and still kind of is people are still critics and audience are still dropping fucking bombs and rotten tomatoes on this movie oh um, yeah it's like 17 percent or something right but one review i saw from marianne johansson 
said, if Jack Frost doesn't prove that Hollywood is not only creatively bankrupt, but actually in the hands of minions of Satan, then I don't know what does. <laughs> um, Robert Ebert. Can I read you? Oh, dude, you Roger better Ebert? not steal my Raj, man. Well, I said Robert, so you can do it. <laughs> wow, you basically don't even know him. Um, yeah. Our buddy Roger Ebert, we like to call him Raj. Uh, he's our pal. Um Gave the film one out of four stars, writing, It's possible for the Jim Henson folks and Industrial Light and Magic to put their heads together and come up with some of the most repulsive sig- <laughs> uh, single creature. Oh, sorry. Come up with the most repulsive single creature in the history of special effects. And I am not forgetting the Chucky doll or the desert intestine from Star Wars. Basically saying... Never has there been a more horrifying. I don't know if I agree with that, but I don't know. It's not. Can good. I be honest? Maybe it's my childhood memories. There's something to me that's like endearing about the fucking little snowman smile and the big beady eyes. I think when it's just a still image of the snowman, it's fine. It's kind of fucked up looking and the arms are weird and the hat's weird and everything's kind of weird and the proportions are weird. Yeah. But when it's not moving and not talking and not acting like a person, I think it's fine. When it starts moving and acting like a person, then you're kind of like, I don't want to really see this that much. I think most of the discomfort with the snowman character Mm -hmm. is like the fact that he's like doing quips and being like clever and like smooth and like kind of I don't know what the word would be like he's trying to like talk with some swagger and it's like no brother you're a snowman because like (laughs) I don't know. It's just weird for the snowman to be like moving and talking like, hey, I'm a snowman. Hey, I'm a snowman. I'm your dad. I'm a snowman. Because I'm like, eh, eh, stop. But like when it's like the scenes where he's like, I'm real proud of you, Charlie. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I died. And, uh, thanks for blowing on. Like when he's just like talking regular. Yeah. It's like okay but it's when he's like being quippy funny michael keaton that i'm like what is this and also it's not funny either like oh yeah none of it's funny i think i might have written down like two the funniest line to me was after charlie's dad dies the kid with the spiky hair um (laughs) yeah tries to bully him and then charlie doesn't really like give him anything and then he says he's no fun to pick on anymore since his old man died imagine dude that's insane oh i thought you were gonna say the following line from classic character rory buck (laughs) um with his fucking goggles um the goggles are good (laughs) he goes after the line you said he goes well it's time he gets over it oh yeah i never met my old man and then just walks away and it's like oh so that's exposition that'll come back later sure enough he shows up when there's the father-son snowman building contest Mm. they have some eye contact being like yeah we both don't have our dads and it's like 
and then he saves his he helps him he saves his dad at the end and then he they play hockey together here's a couple lines i wrote down that i thought were noteworthy um uh when they're building the snowman and michael keaton gets the little stick and puts it uh starts to put it where his penis would be yeah uh, and then he says, Dad, what are you doing? He says, oh, nose? I thought you said hose. And I love I went, that. That is a, that's a good, that's, he's very good at being like, character, like, of dad. But he's also b- a bad dad. You know what I mean? Um, I think he's uh, probably one of the best. Another line, this line just like sparked a, like, memory of childhood in me. Because uh, this was, like, a joke from this movie that, like, bled over into my family's lingo. And that's when Charlie's like, but dad. And he goes, but dad. Did you just call me but dad? <laughs> and so, like, dude, my family used to say that all the time. That makes so much um, sense. <laughs> at, my dad, especially. Um but uh dude, that is anyway insane and dude my my i was gonna say the same thing you just said just about my dad and i was like that feels wrong to be, say my dad is insane um because it's simply not true another one uh rory buck calls charlie spaz boy <laughs> i should start calling I, you that it kind of caught me off guard. You don't hear that anymore, man. Yeah, you don't hear you spaz do a lot. That. Are you not uh, supposed think, to say spaz? I think I think you're not really supposed to say spaz. Um, I don't think it's like it's not like a like a slur or like a, like a bad word or anything. It's just kind of pretty disrespectful. I think. Well, what uh, if you're trying to disrespect someone? Yeah, I think it's just like best not like there's other options out there. But to hear it in boy. this film, it it was kind of like a surprise. I, it caught me off guard. I was like, whoa, <laughs> like like when you hear someone say like radical or like gnarly, and it just kind of you're like, oh, whoa. You know? Um, uh, Charlie's run away with a snowman or with the snowman, and then the guy goes. <laughs> And he goes, no. She goes, no, I'm serious. And he goes, oh. Anyway, I thought that was fine. Apparently you didn't. Oh, snow bads and better than no dad. Classic. <laughs> um, I'm looking That's up the all. word uh, spaz here. Okay. I think it's just to be more sensitive of cerebral palsy. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I won't call you spaz, boy. thanks yeah i don't think it's like a bad word it's just rude um anyway where what do we talk about here i don't know thoughts on like the beginning when just michael keaton kept um i think it was too long flip-flopping between trying to be a good dad and then actually being a shit dad there was one dad it was one dad mistake too long because this movie is also too long. Not that it's like horrendously. It's not even two hours. Like an hour 41 or something. Yeah. But it's like fucking too long. There's not a lot that happens. It's no. like major moments in the plot. 
dad's bad dad dies charlie makes snowman dad charlie and snowman dad like kind of have a bit of a rift and then snowman dad teaches him jay shot snowman weather starts getting warm snowman's melting he's a good dad snowman dad goes to hockey game snowman dad dies. snowman dad melting snowman dad dies real dad there for a second so that he can sing a song i was kind of expecting him to come back to life yeah i was kind of hoping for that because I didn't remember, I knew that there was some weird heaven ascension <laughs> shit that happened at the end, but I didn't remember what. And for a br- like for a sizable portion of the movie, I was like, "Does he fucking t- like take Charlie with him?" <laughs> like, it's like the end of they just Close go, Encounters. Does he just go come with me, Charlie. But then a part of me was like, "No, no, no! I think he might just like be back." <laughs> but no, he just says like, "No, nah, I gotta go," and it's like, "Oh, why?" And he's like, "I gotta go." Yeah, it's Christmas. <laughs> remember, remember when I said that I had to leave on Christmas? Well, yeah, I realized that I think it's because Charlie, when he blew into the magic harmonica and wished for his dad to be back, which they just reveal to us at the end for some <laughs> post mortem exposition, I guess. But he says that he wished that his dad would be there for Christmas. So why doesn't he say, "I wish is, my he dad is here for Christmas. Christmas"? But that's what he said. I th- when or, he blew the harmonica, you mean he should have said it out loud. You're saying he when he blew the harmonica, he should have said that, and then this yeah, makes sense. I agree. I agree. But then, here's the issue, though. He Charlie wakes up and says, "It's Christmas," meaning it's Christmas morning this all happens in a day and then and then he well no it i think it takes a a place well it does the beginning bit time jump a year and then i think it takes place over like three days maybe four Mm. um but uh charlie says it's christmas so it's christmas morning he goes out and says hey dad he's so excited to have his dad back and then his dad goes i'm dying i'm gone and then charlie's like what and he's like yeah it's I was only here till uh, for Christmas. Brother, it's the morning. Stick around for the day. Spend Christmas with your family, Wait, no, fucking but... moron. Oh, right, because he took him up to the mountains and then fell asleep or something, right? Yeah, but that was the night of Christmas Eve. Yeah, that's fucking... So he could have stuck around. I think he was honestly getting tired of his yappy son. <laughs> yappa 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 not true at all i thought he was fine actually do you remember the cineplex ad with the snowman where like the person the kid makes the snowman and then puts it in the freezer and then forgets about the snowman in the freezer yes yes i do that is so much better than that was this. a good ad it was so much better <laughs> I agree. Than that's that is a better short film than this is a film that's a just everything about that is better than this yeah it basically does everything this movie does, except better and makes you cry at the end. Significantly shorter. <laughs> um, but yeah, I remember when that commercial came out. I remember people being like, "Oh my goodness, I'm going to five hundred times and it made me cry." <laughs> and I was like, Pfft. "I saw this shit years ago." It's called Jack Lily Frost. and the Snowman. There you go. But yeah, it's like nothing compared to Jack Frost. 
I looked up some of the writers for the movie. Um, nothing of note, really. Are you telling me to pause, or what was that? What do you want me to do? Do you want me to just keep talking about what I'm talking about, or just kind of play to your whims? Have you messed up your microphone? He's messed up his microphone. So I'm going to tell you about one of the writers. One of the writers, Jonathan Roberts, seems to have gotten rich off writing the original Lion King and the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Because after... Calder, I need you to respond to this one. Uh, respond to what? When I, when I say bing, you say bong. Bing. Bong. Okay, there we After go. Back. Sorry. Lion King, Lion King one and a half, Lion King two, Lion King two and a half, Lion King three, all the fucking Lion Kings, just kind of doesn't do anything anymore. Um, yeah. Which is kind of like the ideal life. Um, also, found out that they're making a live action Hunchback of Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Yeah. Who's going to be the Hunchback? You. I could. <laughs> Sorry. Um, uh, Rachel Ziegler? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, have you seen the hate for Rachel Ziegler? Yeah, just leave her alone. <laughs> yeah. She literally said something like, it's not 1980 anymore or something, so the movie's going to be different. 1940. And everyone's like, she fucking dissed the property that's giving her so much. She has her life because of this. And, she, and it's like, shut the She's up. She's been like every, four big budget movies. I know. And every single thing that I see with Rachel Ziegler right now as well, look in the comments, it's all people being like, Man, I wish I, she's so annoying in this video. Wish I could like her if she didn't diss Snow White. It's like she didn't diss Snow White, man. She's in the new Paddington, apparently. That's pretty cool. If in that Paddington movie isn't uh, a 10 out of 10, it's a waste of time. You see Wonka? No. Why not? Just wasn't. She's in Spellbound. Is that anything to you? I don't know. Is that Pixar? Is that too much on Rachel Ziegler? So okay, sorry. We'll do West Side Story twenty twenty one redone next year. We'll see. Probably talk not. about Ansel probably, again. Um, probably over my dead body. Actually, I could kill you easily. Uh, so there's this movie hits all of the notes that a family movie should. A movie about a bad dad should and does. Yeah, and a body switch movie also. Yeah. Um, cause you know, in body switch movies when it's like, prove to me you're my sister or my dad or whatever. Yeah. This movie has that, but it's one of the worst ones I've ever seen. Oh yeah. It's like, you said boy after my name, Charlie boy. Only <laughs> one like, man's ever said that. Okay. Where do I, I go to school? Uh, North Dakota. No, in Colorado. What position do I play in hockey? Oh, you're the coach. No, I'm in the defense. And then, come on, Charlie boy. I'm trying to remember here. Charlie boy? Oh, my God. It's you, Dad. Like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Gets, I guess you could argue wrong. that he also has the same, the voice of his dad. I've got the voice of Michael Keaton. Hey, kid. You want to come get some candy? I'm your dad. I'm a snowman. Wowza. I do think 
I, Do I sound like here's the thing. I didn't really remember it. I thought that he was going to show him the J shot and that then Charlie was going to be like, that whoa, it sense. is my dad. Yeah, but then he just calls him Charlie Moon. He's like, what? And then they do the J-Shot scene right after. And I was like, dude, you should have just done the J-Shot and it been like, whoa, no one else can do that except my dad. This movie is just filled with like almost dead air where it's just like nothing's really happening. And there's no like characters to a lot of the characters. Like the mom is not really a character. I do really think she's do one of anything. the better characters in the movie. She's one of the better actors for sure, but the character oh, yeah, does that. literally nothing. Yeah, that's correct. She I'd goes say, to work. Yeah. Her husband dies. She says, oh, I'm worried about Charlie. And then it's the end of the movie. Yeah. Like, and then there's the, what, drummer or whatever? The other guy from the band? Yeah. <sighs> he doesn't do a goddamn thing, really. He kind no, of talks to Charlie up, once. He sleeps. Yeah. And then he's the reason why they are in this mess with this snowman, because he's falling asleep all the time. Also, don't mean to be that guy. Either Michael Keaton's character of Jack Frost is, like, the biggest narcissist who, like, makes the world and everyone in his life revolve around him, or... Everyone in his life are yes people or yes men. Because the fact that he like has this opportunity to do this thing on Christmas and for the 500th time fucks over his son and makes his son so sad. Um, like he... What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. And then he, his, his buddy who's in like throughout the movie... Is like, when are you gonna like tell me to turn around? And he's like, I guess now. And he's like, sorry. And he's like, it's fine. I didn't want to do it either. And then they tell the rest of the band members, and all the band members are like, yeah, we didn't want to do it either. We want which go is home. kind of insane because apparently this is their big break. Yeah, so do none of them which care like, about the music they're playing. Well, I think it mostly boils down to like what the other guy said, where he's like, if they like us today, they'll like us next week or something like that um which i which i guess makes sense but i think it's because most of them have this mentality that they mention jack frost having which is just like that he just loves the music and loves the art and like the day it becomes a job is when you should stop like i think that's kind of the mindset that they're all operating with but then i think i'm assuming they just go for it because Jack is excited about the big break. But once he's like, no. But it's so dumb because it's like, okay, he leaves and he drives for like, I'm guessing four plus hours. And then is like, never mind. And then drives <laughs> back. And everyone's like, yay, yay, thank Do you. Yeah. And does it, and did none of the other fuckers die on their way back? Like, they all live in the same town. Or at yeah, least but they, the other uh, guy does. There is the windshield wipers that killed him. It's not the car. Or, like, it's not the road, right? Yeah. But, like, also then Michael Keaton's a dumbass for not stopping when he couldn't see anything. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? mean? It's a fatal flaw of the film and also one of the scariest things that I thought would happen to me all the time when I was driving when I was a kid. I'd be like, oh, I'm going to the windshield wiper is going to stop working and I'm going to have to rub it with my hand or something and then I'm going to die. 
And that's Dude, I used to have is. nightmares as a kid, like reoccurring nightmares, where I would be in like the back seat of a van with a bunch of people, and we'd just be like going somewhere, like the grocery store or something. But then, for whatever reason, the car would like lose control, or the person driving it would like be asleep. I think that's usually what it was: is like everyone in the car would fall asleep at the same time, and I'd have to like crawl to the front and quickly like without knowing how to drive quickly try to like manage how to park and that would happen all the time it was just like this panic dream anyway so jack frost dies <laughs> he goes off the fucking cliff in the snow yeah i don't know i don't i feel like it's unimportant to talk about the plot of this movie yeah watch literally any movie where it's like a dad who's too obsessed with his work watch a fucking christopher nolan movie and you'll get what the plot of this movie is can I throw one good scene out there? And I think it's only good because I think the two, the two actors are like quite good. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when Charlie is shoveling the driveway and then the snow plow like pu- puts more snow where he was shoveling. And then mm-hmm. he kind of starts to have a bit of like Because he a sees breakdown. the Jack Frost band on the shovel. The sticker. Yeah, yeah I'm telling you. Okay. Um, I didn't notice that. I thought he was just freaking out. Didn't but watch the goddamn movie. Oh my god. Um, but like he starts to kind of have a bit of a fr- like a breakdown. He starts to like violently hit the snow right as his mom pulls up and she's like, "Charlie, I can pull in. It's fine." And he's like, "No, it's fine. No, it's fine." He's like hitting it, hitting it, and he's like, "It's fine." I forget exactly what he says, but like. He's he. It, it's pretty clear that he's not talking about the snow. Let's say that. Um, <laughs> You're telling me this kid is pretty then, good, though. Yeah, because then she gets out of the car and like hugs him and says it's okay. They kind of like fall to the ground. They're both crying, mm-hmm. like, and both of them are convincing. And I was like, whoa. And you know what and I would have done point, if I was their neighbor? What? Pulled my curtains closed. I don't want to see that shit. I mean, the, the neighbors did yell at them for having fun outside as a family earlier in the film, which I thought was going to come back in some way, but it just didn't. Um, no, they put a pipe bomb but, in his house. Yeah. You missed that part, I think. It was yeah, it, it was Jack. He pipe bombed them. But now that I think of it, even that scene, like the little breakdown scene in the driveway, comes before the snowman arrives. I'm trying to think of like a really good scene... With the after snowman? the snowman arrives. The only good scene after the snowman is the snowboard chase. Interesting. I was going to list that as one of the bad ones. Really? I think it's kind of fun. I, I think it's fun. I do think it's long. I think they go for too long. Yeah. Um, the whole movie's long, though. You know? Take what however, you However, I do think that the brief snow fight at before that um is okay and i Mm -hmm. i think the scene where he's teaching him the j shot is okay Um, yeah but aside from that get the fucking snowman out of there (laughs) get the Um, snowman out of the movie one thing i noticed two things i noticed and then i think we should just move on to questions and get this hellhole over over and done (laughs) out of it and done with sure man um during the snowboard chase those two kids get crushed by two raiders of the Lost Ark-sized snowballs? Where is yeah, the fuck man. is that coming from? And it made, like, a hard-hitting sound, and I yeah. was like... and I think there's a shot of them being like, uh, so they're, like, still alive, allegedly. But like, <laughs> And I think they show up later. But, like, yeah, at dead. that moment I was like, they're dead. 
<laughs> I literally started writing those kids died and then they did the little shot where they're like, "Oh no, we're in the snow." But I was like, "They they're they're dead." And where did those snowballs come from? No clue. Couldn't tell you. Um, number two, Charlie's hockey team has five people and a goalie on it and they're playing three full periods and they're 10 years old. Are you fucking kidding me? You just got one line to play the entire game. (laughs) Yeah. And also Charlie quits the team. So the team is four. Yeah. So they have four. Um, and then he rejoins the team and. And within the next hour is playing a game. No. Yeah, he goes straight no, to a game. No, <laughs> no, no tournament, no or, like little league. No, nothing is doing that. They're not <laughs> letting a kid in. He just showed up. Well, Sid Chronic, Sid Gronick. Yeah. He'll do anything if there's a snowman there. He's just so scared. Dude, I thought there was going to be more. I thought he was going to see him alive again. And it was going to be a callback bit. But no, they just have the radio station <laughs> announcer make fun of them on the air. Yeah. So that's insane to have five kids on your hockey team. And also sometimes yeah. the kids were not wearing their helmets on the bench, which is not happening. Yeah. You always have to wear your helmet on the bench when you're 10 years old. That's insane. Um, overall, not the best hockey I've seen in a movie. Let me tell you that. No. no. But I, movies I, tend to get hockey wrong, and sports in I, general. Wrong. I think movies tend to get hockey wrong, even when they get it right. I feel like not many movies are good at shooting hockey in an interesting way. It's like the Love how Guru actually time. kind of is. The Love Guru, yeah, interesting. There's a big hockey plot in there, but we'll it's like in the show Winning Time. Mm-hmm. The way they shoot basketball in that show, I find interesting. Mm-hmm. Um. Because it's like engaging and different. I've also seen movies that shoot basketball bad, i.e. Space Jam A New Legacy. Or High School Musical. Sure. But it's just like... Space Jam A New Legacy is like kind of a cinematic masterpiece though. I feel like most... I feel like most (laughs) sports are difficult to shoot correctly. They don't really do it here. I actually think maybe I'd have to go back, but I think the Mighty Ducks movies do a pretty good job. Yeah. But they're not doing like real things. No. Right? They're doing like the flying V and shit like that. Yeah. Um I think Moneyball does baseball yeah. interesting where it like blacks out everything. And then football is kind of like an easy one to shoot, even though I don't think they get the rules right a lot of the time. Because it's just like the ball is only one thing's kind of happening at a time that you care. You're about, thinking right? the blind side. I guess, man. What a movie! Do you wanna... We should do that and depressing month. Oh, what did you think of Snowman Michael Keaton attaching a dog to a sled, a dog that is maybe Psychotic. the size of like a pillow? Yeah, and uh, it's a fifteen pound he dog has a whip. Yeah, did he whip the dog? Yeah. Dog's going to be dead. That and also dying. he was trying he was trying to get the dog to go <laughs> and the dog's not going and then he goes, "I wonder if there's any cute poodles at the ice rink." And then the dog goes. I didn't notice that. I was kind of like on death's doorstep as I was watching the third act of this movie. 
Oh, sorry. I'm just reading random notes I made and remembering things I wanted to mention. What okay. did you think of when uh, some of the snowboarding guys threw snowballs at them and uh, they landed to make snow breasts? That was sick. That's incredible. And he, and he moved them around on himself and then said something like, this isn't going to do or something like that. And then, and then he took them off the and... two breasts into one and takes them off and throws a big snowball. That's actually like exactly that's kind of like a dream I had last night surprisingly. Um, uh, who were you in the dream? I was Charlie. So I okay. my dad was behind me as a snowman with snow breasts fighting <laughs> off kids in the rear. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it must have been crazy to see it and realized on on the big screen. It's kind of like when you see a magician and you're like, is this guy reading my mind or is he just guessing really well? It felt like the movie read my mind. Nice. Um, what else do I have on here that I wrote down that felt of at all note? I don't know. I just don't like that. You can hear Michael Keaton kind of giving an interesting performance, but then the snowman looks like shit. Oh, yeah. I'm sure if there's footage of him, like, in the VO booth, like, he's probably moving his whole body around and, like... There was a couple lines where I was like, oh, that's Beetlejuice in there, where he, yeah. like, just delivered it like a Beetlejuice But line. can I be honest? That's, I think, the problem for me is I don't think this movie calls for Beetlejuice. I don't think so either, but I think it'd be better if he was like a I real think, person doing this stuff. Cause then it's like, Oh, he's a silly dad and embarrassing dad in this. It's like, it's a psychopathic killer snowman. So then what? So fun fact, a year before this movie came out, another movie called Jack Frost came out about a killer snowman. Which yeah. Is kinda, yeah. Um, and this snowman's but, scarier, I think than that one. Yeah, maybe. Um, look up but, the Jack Frost. The the poster is fucking wild. Um, I was like looking at candy cane or something, right? Or like I don't. Oh, know. it's got the Shannon skull. Elizabeth in it. Oh, yeah, that's not very scary. No. And if you look at the stills, it's just like it looks closer to like Leon from Elf than it does to Jack Frost. It's just got a bit of a unibrow. Yeah. <clears throat> but I don't know. I just honestly think that this movie would be better if it. It's not because Michael Keaton is bad. I just think it's poor casting. Um, yeah, and I think it's also just a poor movie. Perhaps. Like he's making, he's making copper out of shit. It's not making yeah. diamonds or anything. Uh, did you notice that there's a couple, like one shots in this movie? Yeah, like a couple long shots. I was actually kind of surprised and somewhat impressed by some of them. Yeah. There's um, a couple where it's like they're going through windows and like yeah. doing some interesting things. Um, yeah. Or like moving around the house and going to multiple different rooms. and Yeah. yeah. And then you're I just kind of like, kinda oh, wow, they really did spend $85 million in 1998 on this. This was yeah. the bet that they had to make. It nuts. <clears throat> and it was money well spent. Do you have any questions? I have three. Um, I have three as well, actually. You want to just alternate? Yeah. And then we'll uh, do our wrap-up. Mm -hmm. I'll start. Uh, is Michael Keaton's harmonica playing in the first scene convincing? 
No, I don't think he moves it across his mouth at all. No, I think he just goes like wah, 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 wah yeah. on it with his hand. Which is like, oh, I just got a harmonica. Let's. This is how we play it. I'm sure he actually does play yeah. the harmonica because it seems oh, like sure, but it that was, was a thing that guys in the 90s did. Yeah. But, um, Have you ever tried to play the harmonica? I've I've blown a couple notes, but same. I'm more of a trumpet kind of guy. I like to purse. Are lips. you? Yeah. Do you own a trumpet? <laughs> you hear that? Whoa. <laughs> Would you rather your dad was a snowman? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> No. He's, okay. Interesting. <laughs> Sorry. I, I just... <laughs> I took that too seriously. I think I was like, man, it would be very fun and funny. But then I was like, no, he'll melt, though. Yeah, he dies every year for like... And who knows? He might months. fucking... As- yeah, he might just ascend to heaven one day when he's like, my time here is done. He's like, you said Christmas. It's technically 1201 on Christmas Day. So... <laughs> yeah, I gotta go. <laughs> yeah. I got to go. Although, actually, like, to be honest, if I did want my dad to be a snowman, now is the time. Because <laughs> Christmas was, like, two days ago. He's got a whole calendar year, basically. We don't have a so. goddamn lick of snow. No. Dude, it's been bad. It'll yeah. probably start up in uh, in April. You got the farmer's uh, almanac on the table there, or what's going on? No, I'm just saying. <laughs> Our fucking climate's fucked up. Uh, Your turn. For question? No, it's your turn because I just asked oh, if your dad was turn. a snowman. Right. Well, can you answer as well? Oh yeah, sure. I'm fine with that. Nice. Um, you uh, the first snowball fight. You're you're getting out of school and you see that on the out uh, out in the playground. You jumping in? You joining in? I'm jumping in, avoiding it, and I'm okay. going for headshots. I and would like side? a refresher on the rules. Which um, side? Probably on the side of the spiky kid. I feel like they had the high ground. And also, like, I had a kind of spiky hair when I was a kid. Sure. And so I'm like kind you of... You blonde kids stick together. Yeah. You know? Um. As for the rules, I think the rules in this is truly try to hurt and maim your <laughs> classmates. Because I was like, is it like one hit and you're out? And then the one kid just goes out there and he's like, nanny, nanny, boo, boo. And he's just like shaking his ass at them. And I'm like, okay, he's been yeah. hit 35 times. Yeah. So it's like death. It's until he falls on the floor unconscious. Yeah. Which is why when it's like, okay, you go distract them. It's like, no, bruh. I was about to say brother and then switched to buddy. So I went brud. Anyway. (laughs) Brother. But brother. Brother, The goal of the game is to not be hit. Yeah. And like when you get hit, the only downside is that you got hit. (laughs) So for him to be like, you go out and distract. That's literally like if we were playing a Nerf gun game where we were just trying to hit each other. And I was like, okay, (laughs) you go stand in the hallway, get shot a lot. Yeah. While we try like, to get this guy not get shot. Yeah, and it's like, it's like if what the is guy the point? can get just, just tell just the other shot. kid to run back. Yeah. I know he's a little like younger, but like And they have the equivalent of mortar fire on their side where they You know pull what would have made it more interesting? A bunch of underwear or something? What's up? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they've got like a, a, a catapult. Yeah. Man, that's slingshot. insane. 
But, like, it might have made it more interesting if, like, the bullies team was, like, putting rocks in their shit or something. Or, like, pouring water on it to make them ice balls. Because yeah. then it's like, okay, there's a reason to They're be, kind of like, cheating. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'd be jumping in, too, man. I've never <laughs> been in, like, a good snowball fight. I it, They always end poorly, you know? Well, it always ends when someone gets hit in the face and starts crying. Yeah, and you're kind of like, like okay, yeah, maybe it was me once in a while. Yeah, relax. Like, it's just your eyeball. <laughs> it's just, you but, just pop it back in. I also remember, I think at school, like, snowball fights were kind of banned. Yeah, it was like, it's like an insurance thing. Well, because, like, the argument from the kids, I know because I was a kid, was like, yeah, but all of us understand, like, that we're in a snowball fight and that, like, we've got to be careful. Mm-hmm. But we also understand that, like, if we do get hurt, it's, like, not really anyone's fault. But, like, the thing is, you, you can't stop other people from joining in on a snowball fight and then it can kind of mm-hmm. get out of hand. Which is kind of, I'm willing to guess that's what happened here. What magic instrument would you like? To bring your father back, maybe. My father's alive, so fuck you. Um, well, yeah, but he's retired. That's true. What, so bring him back into the gulag of the working... The working life? Yeah, just like, you know, he's watching probably a lot of Leafs games or something while your family dinner's on. Yeah, I mean, he's probably watching some games. Hasn't seen you in two years. That's not true. <laughs> Literally <laughs> some, like, <laughs> three times this week. Um, but uh, what was the question? Magical instrument? What magic um, instrument would you like? I don't know. It would probably be something goofy, like like a slide whistle or, like, a, mm. an I'm accordion, so sad maybe. right now. I wish my dad was back. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. I'm so sad. Uh, I, I wish, wish my, my dad, dad was, back. was here for Christmas. <laughs> You're just like doing an Irish jig while you play your accordion in your room, crying. Yeah, actually, you know what I choose? I don't even... I forget what it's called, but it's a thing that like has a handle, and then there's a metal pole that has a wooden ball on it, and then out the other end, there's a wooden platform thing. And when you hit it together, it like makes like a... <laughs> sound or something like that like it makes like a like a i've gzz. never seen this in i my don't life. know how to make the sound ah man what's it called it's a weird sound a squibbity do oh a skibbity yeah, toilet that's the one skibbity toilet yeah i'd probably do a skibbity toilet for my um yeah. magical instrument to bring my my dad back for just one christmas it turns out i was talking about an instrument called a vibra slap and here's what that sounds like Um, uh, your question is send into heaven. Um, oh, I should answer that actually. Um, yeah. Ah, spoons. That's good. That sounds exactly like spoons, brother. I'm a wizard with the impressions. My guy, <laughs> give me a, per- give me something to impress. Um, too long. Charizard. Charizard. Okay, now a Charmeleon. Charmeleon. Now a Charmander. Charmander. That's like literally 
knocking down the doors of Nintendo, telling them I need to get on these games. New impression I want? I want you to do Bill Clinton today. I still did not have sexual relations with that woman. <laughs> We're moving on. Goodness gracious. What else do uh, I know about him? He played the saxophone, but that's kind of overshadowed by his other stuff. Final question for me. You're in a snowball fight, okay? Another snowball and fight question? Get, and you get one ally. Do you have Buddy the Elf or do you take Jack Frost? Snowman. Because both of them have got a motor arm. They've got a throwing arm. I think... Basically a Gatling gun. I'm taking Buddy the Elf because he ends it. You know, Jack Frost doesn't end the fight. They get chased after. Buddy the Elf, those are kill shots. So well, why did why did Jack Frost stop throwing snowballs again? Because he like he dug he into the out. dirt a little bit. He uh, couldn't have just moved two feet to the side. Yeah, fucking and... move over and keep going, brother. <laughs> or just get Charlie kid. to keep pushing snow back into the thing. He's not doing a damn thing. Yeah, he's just standing there going. Ah, ah. <laughs> to be fair, he's probably in shock because his dead dad is back as a snowman. Get over right. it. Because I'd choose Jack Frost. Because worst case scenario, he runs out of snow somehow. He can he can pull some off of himself. He, he didn't pull though. off. He could pull off himself. <laughs> he, he could pull, pull himself, himself off. off. I thought you meant hose. Um, fuck Mary Kill. Martin Short's Jack Frost. The Snow yeah. Miser. Do you know the Snow Don't Miser? Know what that is. Or Jack Frost from this movie. I saved a link so I can send you who the Snow Miser is. He's from <laughs> this old Rudolph cartoon. Oh, the claymation one? Yeah. There's the Snow Miser. Oh, yikes. So it's a fuck, Mary kill then. Yeah, it's a fuck, Mary kill. I, I'll I give you my answer first and don't let this okay. influence you. Oh, it won't. I think I'm marrying Martin Short. Okay. Because in the end, at the end of the day, it's Martin Short, right? He is Jack Frost. I can't touch him all that much. Maybe we sleep in separate beds like Lucille and Desi, but it's Martin Short. I think I'm fucking the snow miser and I'm killing Jack Frost. Oh wow! Okay. Now on to you, my young Padawan. Fuck Jack. Frost. Uh, wait, is this assuming that we? I this has always confused me in this question. If you choose someone to marry, are you not ever having sex with that person? I've kind of come around on this. This is a critical question to ask, and thank you very much for asking it. You're welcome. I've I'm sort curious. of come around on this question because I believe that marry is the highest. I think as a yes, kid, same. I thought that fuck was the highest. See, I've never I didn't, thought that. Well, but you came from a Christian household. Um, but I, like, I was always like, when people were like, because I'd say marry whatever option, and people would be like, really? Oh, I'd choose, like, you don't want to fuck them? And I, because people say, like, it's a loveless marriage. In a fuck, marry, kill, it's a loveless who marriage. Who says that? Fucking freaks. Kill, say Wait, that. so why um, would you, I'd kill them. I'd rather kill someone than be in a loveless marriage. Well, that's the thing. So I I assume that it's like 
I assume Mary is it, the highest. I always assumed it was tiered where Mary's the highest. Mm-hmm. Fuck is just like a one-timer. Exactly. And then kill as you kill them. That's always what I've assumed. Okay, so with that logic then, I am going to fuck Martin Short. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah. Because um, he's humanoid. Well, he's a human. He's just a makeup in the Santa Claus 3. Yeah. Um, we should do an all Santa Claus month next year. Fuck. The nope. Santa Claus. Nah. Okay, Christmas ah. Chronicles. Christmas ah, Chronicles. Ah, ah, I'm scared. Um, what was be. this? The Christmas Kringler? What is the <laughs> one you the sent Snow me? Miser. <laughs> Snow Miser. Snow oh, Miser. Is this the uh, Kringler? Is that who that is? <laughs> Kill that one for sure. And then I'd marry uh, <laughs> Michael Keaton, Jack Frost. Because um, there are a couple times. I don't think... Jack Frost in this movie is a good dad. Um, he does seem like he's a decent husband. Mm, and um, he seems like a bit of a tender lover also. Yeah. And he um, can sing also, sweet, sweet melodies. Snowman version. He's a little cutie, I'll be honest. He's got a cute little face, a little, a little smile, almost little dimples even. Mm. And also, that boy can manipulate his snow any which way. I think you're underestimating what Jack Frost can do with the power, or Martin Short can do with the power of ice. Put ice in your ass. Who would you cast Adam Driver as? This is another interesting question. How did you come up with that question? I've never heard that one before. <laughs> um, nice. Are we doing? Are we doing Adam Driver next year? Casting Adam. We can Driver? talk about that later. Sure. Okay. We don't have to talk about that now. I don't think so. I know. It's just a weird part of me is like, if we don't do it, then I feel like it's worth saying this. Well, I guess we can just say maybe. This might be the last Adam No, I think we'll do it for the ones that are not part of our... That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's Um, fair. Maybe when we finish those, uh, we can do one. Like once we're done each mm, one. That's a good idea. Uh, We're talking vague. Vegas, baby! I'm going to cast Adam Driver as Jack Frost. Same. Yeah, same. Yeah, there's not really another role that you can have him play unless Dude, you want him to play the kid. Or... You could have him play the hockey coach. Yeah, but even then I was like, he's in like two, three scenes? Two and a half yeah. scenes? And his, his role is basically to be angry and to say don't talk about snowmen, which is pretty sick. Um, Dude, it's insane. That is insane. Uh, and then everyone in the town's like, this guy's a fucking loser. He can't look at a snowman. Yeah. <laughs> it, and the thing is, the radio station that was like, it's uh, so warm, uh, snowmen might be melting, but uh, maybe that's a good day for Gus fucking or whatever his Sid name is. Gronick. Sid Gronick. Sid Gronick. And then he, it says, uh, whatever song coming up next on Colorado Central <laughs> FM. And it's like, Oh, this isn't even like, because also... It's not like the regional the local kids, radio station. <laughs> all of the kids on his hockey team are kids from his school. And mm-hmm. all of the people you ever see are all connected in the same way. Everyone's like, like, it's very, like, small, small, small town, you know? Yeah. 
but Colorado Central Radio is like, tell that to Sid Gronick because he's scared of snowmen. And Legendary like, House League hockey coach Sid Gronick <laughs> is scared of the snowmen, as all of you know. Yeah, just wacky, man. Okay. Uh, but I, I would also cast Adam Driver's Jack Frost, especially seeing some of Adam Driver's SNL stuff. I feel like he could probably do something somewhat interesting with this and make it. I kind just of watched fun. that episode with Hillary News. It's pretty good. Nice. Um, where are we ranking this? I gotta say first, right? Yep, you gotta say first because it's my movie. I don't see how this gets. Be, a- wait, wait. Be honest. I'm being fully honest. I don't see how this Cut. gets above forty five. Whoa. Yeah, which is like that awkward <laughs> moment is forty six and nine, which nine is kind of low. The wedding planner, hardcore dude, Henry, dude. 65, the amount of times Space that I Jam, fight for a Cats. movie in the episode, and you're like, we gotta put this shit low, and then like two months later, you're like, that thing's kind of low, and I'm like, yeah, I'm man, maybe put nine at like, well, fuck, shut, shut the fuck up, I'll beat you, I'll fucking beat you up. Okay. Um. Just some vacations at 36. I kill myself for that. Here's the thing. This is not Cats bad, Space Jam bad, no. 65 bad. Maybe it's just above that awkward moment. I think The Karate Kid is better than this movie. I would I would agree. But I think uh, this is... I'd say it's about on par, but I'm fine to put it there. I think this is better than that awkward moment. <laughs> Even though that awkward moment does some have some hilarious stuff about the boys. And, and the it boys has a very, very funny dildo scene, very swiftly followed by a dead dad scene. <laughs> Which is just the tact that you need when you're making a film with Zach Efron. Now in the Iron Claw. So that's Jack Frost at 46 on our list, right under Jaden Smith and Jackie Chan's The Karate Kid 2010. And right above that awkward moment, thank goodness. With Zac Efron, Miles Teller, and Michael B. Jordan, one of the best casts on this list. I that's true. And Mackenzie Davis and Imogen Poots. And is there another girl in it? I don't know, man. Just those two. Oh no, there are other girls in it, but I. Oh, Uh, the girl that's his Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan's wife, but she's barely in it, and is a bad has a bad story, bad character. Yeah. Uh, I do think nine should probably be above Jack Frost. Uh, Take it up with reshuffle. Take it up with the council. I am going to doubt that I'll use my reshuffle episode to move nine. You're probably going to try and move Harry Potter back up. I'd shoot you in the head. I got to stop saying I'm going to kill you. Because you're going to wind up dead one of these days. (laughs) And everyone will look at you. Yeah. I like how you said you don't have to s- stop saying you're going to kill me, not because it's mean to me or rude to me, but because <laughs> you're afraid of what might happen to you if I actually died. Well, I just don't need the paper trail, you know? I getcha. Thanks, everybody, for listening to this episode. I so hope you watched Jack Frost. It's, it's on if, Crave. Uh, can, it's on Crave. Or HBO Should've Max, I guess. said that at the beginning of the episode. Who fucking cares? I'll Google it. Uh, thanks everybody <laughs> for is. listening to the episode uh, I have to edit this right away we'll see if I do that uh, we'll catch you we'll catch you next year I don't know what I don't know what <laughs> I don't know sorry something just happened on cam uh, I don't know
I don't know what next episode will be, but it'll be some sort of special episode to celebrate the moving into a new year. Um, We've got a we'll couple see. things planned, but we got to figure out kind of how we're going to make it work. Yeah. So. Uh, but you can figure that out next week. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll catch you next time. If you watch Jack Frost, let us know what you thought about it. If you're on Spotify with the Spotify question, I don't know how you access that, but you can. And it's just below the episode. There you go. All right. Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy New Year. We love you all. A goodbye. Bye.